Hello, everybody. It's me, Jake. It's November 10th. We're doing it. We're doing it. It's happening this whole year. It's slipping, slipping through our fingers. Oh, there's an airplane flying over. Let's get on with the show. I'm here. You're here. It's Tuesday. We got a Bible story. We got a letter from Grandma. Belinda's here. It's all great. Here we go. Hello, everybody. Happy, happy Tuesday. Um, we got Bible story. We got a letter from Grandma. <clears throat> I'm excited. Belinda, Lady Jerry, is going to be here. Uh, she just said she's not going to be here at the beginning of the show. Why? Because uh, she does what she wants. She's a law unto herself, if you haven't noticed. Um, and so uh, that's why we don't know uh, when she's going to show up. But she did say she she wasn't going to be here for the Bible story. She doesn't need any Bible. She doesn't need any Bible from us, from me. Uh, yo, Brad, good to see you. Don, good day. Good day. You missed yesterday. Well, uh, <laughs> it's available in perpetuity throughout the universe of Facebook. Of Facebook. So, uh, hello, Julie. Hello, Joan. Um, yes, uh, special guest Tuesday. No, no special guest today. Uh, but Lady Jerry will be here later. Scott, good day. Scott Byington. I haven't, uh, that's a new... That's a new face. <laughs> it's not even a face. It's a golden mountain. Stephanie, uh, greetings. Keith, hello. David, greetings. Pick, welcome aboard. Uh, and I will I will pass that on to Lady Jerry when she gets here. Um, I'm just going to have a little sip of my coffee. I've got a little coffee for today. Christopher, howdy doody. Mm. Missing some of the regulars today, but some new people showing up. That's nice. Hola, amigo. Andrew, good to see you. Um, so, I've been in for my ocean swim today. I'm trying to uh, make that part of my routine. Uh, I have to say, when you it's cold enough. The water is cold enough now. Although I did see some other people in there in just their bathing suits today. Um, but they didn't. Uh, I got in and stayed in for 10 minutes up to my neck. <laughs> It's cold. It was cold. It stung. That's how cold it was. It stung. But when I came out, I felt like I was some kind of superhero. I was like, I, I can't even believe that I just did that. I mean, I'm in up to my neck, and there's a guy right next to me on a surfboard in a full wetsuit. So um, I felt pretty good about myself after I did that. Um, and uh, I'm riding that now into this afternoon. as I, I've been looking at the news and... Uh, there's people who don't believe that things are happening, and I don't believe that people don't believe that things are happening. But there you go. You know, what are we going to do? I don't know what we're going to do. We've got a Bible story today, so that's, uh, yeah, it's kind of like a polar bear plunge, uh, Joan, except it's not It's not quite, it's not freezing. It's probably, I think, low 60s, probably 60, 63 degrees of the water, something like that. Um Maybe down to sixty. It gets. It can get down to fifty-two. I don't know if I'm still going to be able to get in when it's down to fifty-two. That is some cold agua. Um, but at the jujitsu place, I know sometimes on the Sundays they'll go into an ice, ice, uh, like an ice barrel. And man, that is, uh, you know, that's going on <coughs> just right above freezing. Super cold. Had another day in the seven in in seventies there in. Uh, CT, I'm guessing that's Connecticut. Um, pretty nice, I guess so. Andrew, shrinkage. Yeah, there's a little shrinkage. Um, 
so today's Bible story. Um, I mean, why, why, why waste time? Why wait when you've got a Bible story? Why not get on with it, huh? Oh, I got. I meant to show that uh, the televangelist guy laughing about Biden being president. It was a, super crazy. Um, uh, he's he's a guy. They're, they're just speaking of Bible stories. That's a guy who tells Bible stories all all the time. So this is about the Tower of Babel. Babel is traditionally thought to be the ancient walled city of Babylon, the capital of the empire of Babylonia. The earlier biblical name for Babylonia was Shinar. Hmm, good to know. Um, so the uh, descendants of Noah. This is this is the this in the children's Bible. The Tower of Babel comes right after uh, the flood. Um, the descendants of Noah. So they've skipped ahead quite a bit. The descendants of Noah have wandered for many years in the lands of the east, settled eventually on a wide plain in Shinar, which is olden times Babylonia. Um, centuries had passed since the flood, um, and now there were a great number of people. Centuries, can you imagine? Uh, the United States been here for a couple of centuries. Um, now there were people in great numbers, uh, all speaking the same language, because they're all off the boat, literally. Um, they descended. They decided between them to build a city out of brick, with a tower so tall, its top would touch the clouds. Um, of course, we do have... I, I, can't, I can't remember what it's called now, but the Sears Tower in Chicago, it's called something else now, um... That touches the clouds, and there's many buildings that touch the clouds in New York City. But uh, back in ancient times, the idea of building a building that could touch the clouds, whew, that was some cutting-edge stuff. This would give them a home, they thought, from which no one could drive them out. Hmm. I feel like you can be smoked out of a high-rise a lot uh, easier than a... I, well, caves also a bad idea. Anyway, um, I think the Bedouin tent lifestyle is probably the easiest to uh, avoid trouble. You just pack up and get the hell out of there. If you, More important, it would make them envied throughout the world. And who's going to envy them? It's other people who got off the boat. These are the descendants of Noah. They all speak the same language. They're building this tower to live among the clouds, keep them safe from their enemies. Who could their enemies be? They're all the same people. Just just like we were all the same people when, when it was Adam and Eve time, too. And then look how that turned out. Bam, we got up to four people, and one of them murdered the other one. Okay, We've already been over that. And so they began to build, baking bricks hard and using tar for mortar. I don't know if tar is a good idea for mortar, but, uh, I mean, we don't use it nowadays. The Lord looked at the city that was taking shape, at the streets and the houses and the tower already rising up to the sky, and God said, these people are growing vain. Soon there'll be no limit to what they'll want. I'll confuse their speech, change the very words in their mouth, so that no one will understand what is said. This is God. He, he doesn't pay attention for a couple of centuries, and now they're building a tire, a tower, and uh, his first idea is to confuse them by making them all speak different languages. And I'm not, I'm not trying to get into God's head and figure out why he's doing what he's doing, but it seems like um, he could have, he could have stopped, <laughs> he could have stopped this a lot sooner. And uh, there were better ways that uh, you know he's got a flood. I, well, I guess he promised he wasn't going to do a flood anymore. So, <laughs> plan A. Flood. Plan A, flood. Plan B, mix up everybody's language so they can't understand each other. Um, okay, I get it. And so it was. 
Soon everyone found that the words spoken by one person meant nothing to their neighbor. That's a lot of different languages. Like, there's not even two people who can understand each other. Um, This caused complete confusion, as you might expect. The building of the city, which is now called Babel, because of the babble of the voices within it, came to a stop. Now, you would think they must be working off a plan, and these are people who just until just now have been able to talk to each other, you would think they would have been able to make some progress just with sign language. I mean, it was probably freaky that all at once they couldn't understand each other. But you would think with sign languages and uh, did they try writing? Because, you know, all those Chinese dialects are uh, incomprehensible uh, when you try and listen to them. The Chinese people can't understand each other from Mandarin to Cantonese. But if it's written down, they can understand it. Um, this is clearly, there's, there's, first of all, we're dealing with the Bible, which doesn't have everything in it, and now we're a further condensed version of the Bible, the children's Bible, and I would like to point out that this is a translation from the original Bible. Um, oh, so there's some questions about the ocean swim, which I'll be happy to get to in just a minute, um, because uh, I'm preparing for the next great flood, which is not going to happen. God promised he wasn't going to do that. Okay. This caused complete confusion. The building of the city, which is now called Babel, came to a stop. The people left the plain of Shinar and were scattered all over the world. Wow, they just quit. They just gave up. They weren't like, well, let's move in. It's not all the way to the clouds. It was pretty good. Well, all we got to do is put some toilets and plumbing in here. It's going to be great. I don't even think they had plumbing, which, which raises a question like, if you're in a tower that reaches to the heavens and there's not flushable toilets, ooh, that's gonna, you're moving out eventually. I gotta say. Uh, the people left the plain of Shinar and were scattered all over the world, and in every part of the world from that time on, both men and women spoke in different languages. Well, there you go. Both men and women. <laughs> are you kidding me? I think we all know that women speak the same language, and it's guys that are completely confused. But, um, what do I know? I'm just a comedian reading the children's Bible with a flashlight in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> You can't, you can't trust my opinions. I mean, well, you can trust them, but uh, they're not right uh, frequently. Anyway, so uh, that's the Tower of Babel. It seems like a weird way to get people to stop doing something, to, to make it so they can't understand each other, but it works. Again, who am I to criticize? Uh, we may get a vaccine, we may not get a vaccine. All right, where are we at? Let's scroll up. Um... 60s and 70s in Wisconsin. That sounds nice weather. 80 in East Tennessee. What happens if you swim in the ocean? Is there a chance you just get swept out to sea? Stephanie, no, um, there's not really a chance. I mean, if you can swim, you're probably not going to get swept out to sea. Sometimes there's a riptide, so the tide is pushing out, or the, the current is pushing out right where you are. But if you just swim parallel along the coastline, one direction or the other, you can find a spot then to swim back in. Um, so I suppose I suppose you could get swept swept out to uh to see if you if you just kept fighting where you are that's what happens when people have this drown because of a riptide they keep fighting it to go straight into the beach and they can't because the current's pushing them out and then they get tired and then they drown um so stephanie i guess just wondering how strong a swimmer you have to be to swim in the ocean pretty aware of riptides that are deadly but aside from riptides what's the average likelihood you'll just be swept out to sea (laughs) if your feet go off the bottom pretty slim pretty slim. Um, the other day when Thanula and I went in, it was really windy, and there was a strong rip. I mean, if you got out, it, there wasn't a, pu- it wasn't a riptide that was pushing straight out. Um, it was a riptide that was going completely sideways. So, 
if you got into the water and you took your feet off the ground, you just start going heading south down the coast. Um, but you can feel that it wasn't like a surprise that that was happening, and so <laughs> that that day was pretty crazy. And we were just going out to kind of dunk in. We didn't get in deeper than here, like I mentioned the other day. But today. Um, there wasn't a riptide, there wasn't a rip current, and I swam out, and I was just outside of where the waves were breaking, and right next to a guy on a surfboard. Also, there's lifeguard lifeguard towers out there, and the good news is, on a day like today, <laughs> you got a lifeguard. There's only eight people, six people in the water, including these surfers, so if I'd have gotten in trouble, somebody would have come out, come out and got me, but the chances are that you're going to get swept out to sea pretty, pretty small, um, but you do want to be able to swim. Um, so, uh, Andrew's saying maybe that's the origin of people speaking in tongue, tongues? Maybe. Bob, 70s in Augusta. Yeah, Augusta's having some nice weather down there, isn't it? Um, Rich, no worries about being late. Uh, if only Rod Serling could have been there to explain to the Tower of Babel to him. Yes. Well, Rod Serling would come in handy almost all the time. 80s here in Buffalo. Oh, my goodness. Um, seals or razor sharks? Brad, I didn't see any seals today. I did see a seal... Um, last week when I was in probably about 30 feet away from me seal, pelican um, uh, and uh, sharks, there's a big ocean they're out there, but I've never seen a shark around here, Belinda's seen a shark in the water a smaller one, uh, undertow is what you hate Keith, yeah I'm, <laughs> I, I don't like an undertow either uh, and my understanding is that's what gets people if they go swimming in the Mississippi River you dive in and you can caught in some crazy currents underwater where you get pulled down and you just, I mean you're eventually going to get spit back up, but you're going to run out of air before that happens. And uh, anyway, <sighs> got to go north from here if you want to get attacked by a shark. Well, we do have shark attacks down here in Southern California. <laughs> Let me stick up for uh, Southern California a little bit. We do have shark attacks, but you're right. The sharks do like the cold water a little bit better than they like it down here. Um, all right, so we've got a letter from Grandma. Let's Oh boy, there's some good clippings in here. Oh no, this is the, this is the one I read last week. Uh, don't want to do that. Uh, this is the one I got open for this week right here. Um, was there? A, oh yeah, there's. Here's the envelope for this one. This is around Christmas time. This is from uh, 1991, and uh, I can't remember what year Grandma passed away. So I've got it's Grandma and Aunt Charlotte in here today. Um, so uh, Grandma's getting a little bit older. Uh, as of Christmas time, 1990. So her part of the letter, her handwriting's gotten gotten bigger. Uh, you can read it pretty easy, but she hasn't written very much. So she says, uh, "Expect you are glad you are not in Iowa." This is December 23rd, 1990. I was 30 years old, and I had just purchased my first house. Um, it is good and cold here, Dennis and. David, that's her neighbors. Dennis is my age and David's a little bit older. We're both home. Dennis's wife's parents live in State Center. Um, Jesse's uh, and a couple of other men are bringing those milk bottles with lighted candles in. It is a cold job. <laughs> and she doesn't write anything else. That's from December 23rd. Then on January 7th, um, she continues... Uh, we didn't get this mailed before Christmas. How is your kitty, Venus? Um, hope you're having a nice and busy New Year. Pauline, that's my mother, tried to call you when she was here uh, in November. Lots of love, 
Grandma, I would like to ha hear from you. That's it. That's it from Grandma. I do have a picture of Venus. Um, I hate to walk. I hate to walk out of camera, but you'll be able to hear me. Um, let's, oh my God. let's see. <sighs> Knock something over, but I'm coming back. So this is a picture of Venus, that cat. Um, she's a Maine Coon cat, um, and that's that's Venus right there, um, next to some my friend Sam's shoes. Um, so here we go. This is from Charlotte. Same same letter. Charlotte puts her letter in. So Charlotte's my mom's sister. Uh, Grandma and I are a little late getting our holiday greetings sent. <laughs> she's, she's writing this on January 7th. Uh, we each have included $25 for your Christmas and New Year's present. Um, hope you had a nice Christmas. And she's writing Xmas instead of Christmas because uh, she's very busy on the edge of a cornfield in the middle of Iowa. Uh, we watched you on December 18th program. Thought you did well. Oh, that must have been Letterman. Um, Bob and Jean Morris from... Uh, Harperville, Illinois, stopped to see Mother and I last October. Bob's grandfather, Samuel Morris, uh, and Dorothy, money, Dorothy's mother, that's my grandmother's mother, Minnie Morris, were brother and sister. Mother, Don, <laughs> Minnie Morris, died when Mother was about two years old. That's my grandmother, who's now pushing 90, anyway. She'd never seen them before. I believe... He is a band director at uh, Naperville, Illinois. He, he was uh, writing a genealogy book about their family, which is why he stopped by. They were very pleasant. Anyway, they sent a nice Xmas card to us and a clipping from the December 14th Chicago Tribune advertising your New Year's Eve performance at the Chicago Theater, which is the poster that I had up here. Um, for a while. I mailed a copy of the letter to Pauline, that's my mother, and the clipping so she could mail it to you for your scrapbook. My scrapbook. I wonder where that is. Um, I asked them if they were going to the performance. Uh, they would be your fourth cousin. We sent a calendar to you. They're kind of nice calendars to keep dates, etc. I suppose you're enjoying your house. Are you for far from the ocean. At that time, I was a little farther than I am now. Uh, but still, walking distance, 15-minute walk. I think Grandma started a letter to you before Christmas. She has uh, cataracts, and it's difficult for her to read. She was 93. Uh, she's pu pushed past 90 on October. And she doesn't always feel too well. Today, she hasn't felt too good. Uh, we have a routine doctor's appointment in Waterloo Thursday, but it's difficult for Grandma to get around. She has a walker and has for a year. But all in all, she's pretty good. We hope things are going well for you and that you will have a good new year. Love, Charlotte and Grandma. So that's the letter from Grandma. Um, this is the picture of my cat. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's Lady Belinda. <laughs> Lady Jerry, come Lady on in. Lady Jerry. Yeah, Lady Jerry Come on, on this Lady show. Jerry. Lady Jerry. So Lady Venus Jerry. was mentioned in the letter from Grandma. Oh, so so I, did, okay. I did bring in the photo of Venus Kitty. Sweet. Um, I met Venus, didn't I? I met Venus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was still alive in 97. Yeah. Hello, everybody. How's it going? What was the Bible story? Is everyone filled with the love of, uh, the, you know, the Tower of, humanity? The Tower of Babel. Oh. Yeah. Mm. 
That sounds it's a tough yes. one. Yeah. We all agree it's a bit of a weird uh, plan when you mm. when you want to stop people from doing something to just mix up the language that they're speaking to each other. But mm. uh, we seem to have that happen. I'm trying to get this letter back in the envelope. I don't need to do this during the show, but I'm saving myself time for after the show. Um, yeah, so, look at you, <clears throat> time saver. What a what a superpower that is. Um, I didn't wear put enough clothes on after my shower. I've just got a dress and a scarf and a pair of Ugg boots, and it's a little nips. I have to say, yeah, it's oh, chilly. You, you haven't got the heater on. Oh mm. yeah, timed out. It was on for an hour. Um, oh, timed out. Yeah. Yeah. Only allows himself an hour of heat, and then it's back to. Well, brrr. I can turn it back on. Here. Oh, that would be lovely. It just makes a little bit of noise. That's yeah. all. Yeah. I don't know why I I sort of you know I look outside and I see it's sunny because it really has gotten a little bit cooler here in Southern uh, California, which is actually rather nice. And it was bloody cold over the weekend. Yeah. Rainy well, today, and windy. Today it was down in the 50s. Man, it's, uh, mm. they're having all kinds of great weather in other parts of the country. I know. I know. I oh. saw a picture. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> oh, sad. look at that. That's sad when that happens. Yeah, man. Um, some technical. Let's yeah, let's business. get. Yeah, where's our, yeah, where's our uh, gaffer? Tech support. Uh, yeah, tech support. Um, yes, I saw some of the celebrations in Pennsylvania. And I was like, uh, is she just wearing uh, a sports bra and shorts? And this is Pennsylvania in November. Mm. Uh, Philadelphia. Anyway, yes. Pennsylvania, Philadelphia Freedom. Yeah. Wearing a sports bra. Yeah, well, uh, thanks, Joan. Thanks for the drum roll. Very nice. Um, um, so, yeah. You, uh, how mm-hmm. is your day going? Well, I, I, I'm being pretty productive, I have to say. I've actually even turned on LinkedIn, which I haven't looked at, Jen. I haven't looked at LinkedIn in a long time, but today I thought... Well, maybe I should post and promote on LinkedIn because I do. I've got one friend who said I just like to look, look at your stuff on LinkedIn. He doesn't want to have to go anywhere else. So then I thought, well, you know, that's how people network, and I am trying to be a good networker. So I went on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Um, how did that go? Well, oh, well, it make me sound. <laughs> Isn't he sweet? One little toot, and then he gives me the toot machine. And you're probably all laughing like, oh, Lady Jerry, there she was. So disparaging, dismissive, disdainful of the fart machine. And now that she's in control, she fucking loves it. <laughs> <laughs> so talk about yes. uh, LinkedIn. How to go on LinkedIn? Oh, I don't. Well, I don't love LinkedIn, but, but it's doing this thing now. Um, you know, you know how Instagram was going to do that thing where it wasn't going to show you how many people liked a post because it realized that we it was very Pavlovian and people were sort of like, <laughs> you know, people liking my posts and it was driving, you know, teenage girls into, you know, sort of, you know, terrible, terrible anxiety and making them suicidal because, you know, people don't like their posts and write nice things or say they've got big ears. You know, they, they really want to, they, they go majorly off the rails. So on... <laughs> so I I, I have to admit, I'm not paying complete attention to you, but it seems like you're all over the place a little bit right now. No, because when I went on when I went on LinkedIn, you know, and I'm because I'm thinking about posting something, and I'm like, well, what happened to all the views that I had? Anyway, it's just it makes me sound pathetic. Mm. Oh, so, don't yeah, worry. About I know it's ridiculous. They're just hiding them from me. Joan says you they're going to ration toilet paper and sanitizer I, again in Pennsylvania. Yeah, I just read that today in the newspaper that they're going to be, you know, items are going to be limited again. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, Ed 
thank you. It likes what I'm talking about right on about yeah, right well, now. He's trying to. He's it's che- a joke. Yeah. yeah, no, I know, I know. As I, you know, lady, you know, lady Jerry comes in, and she blah 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 about you know who gives a shit about my LinkedIn and if anyone what looks. Rich Dechute says we should all join Parlor. I've I've just heard about Parlor yesterday, so I'm ready. I'm oh. ready. I is that is that better than LinkedIn? Well, I was just saying yesterday, like TikTok, that's about played out. So what's next now? Parlor? Yeah. Where we're going? Parlor? Oh, I know. And then j- just as I learn about, you know, TikTok and Elijah Daniels, and l- yesterday Fanula said to, said to me, I can't believe you don't know who he is. And I'm like, well, excuse me, 16-year-old person who lives in our house. Why didn't you tell me? Because you're the person who's supposed to let me know about the, you know, the major influences who are on. Yeah, you know. mommy needs a helper. Yeah, mommy definitely needs a helper. I mean, it's very cute that she... It's sort of cool that, you know, anyway. But, yeah, she thinks that Jake and I are cool and that she lucked out in the parents' department, which is really nice. But but you have to help us be cool and hip and, you know. I mean, I was telling uh, Lord Jerry yesterday the story. I was talking to my ex-stepmother in London, and she was telling me how when she bumped into one of her neighbours the other day, you know, socially distanced on the streets of Islington, northern London, um... The woman, she, you know, Marjorie said, isn't it wonderful about the U.S. election? And then this woman turned around and said, Joe Biden's a pedophile. And she had all these photos on her on her friggin' phone to show. And my stepmother said, you know, is that true? I was like, oh, my God, it's one of these, you know, conspiracy, you know, weirdo. Your friend probably, you know, is getting her information off Facebook. And well, why did I start yeah, to tell Joe us about Biden, that? not a pedophile. That's a yeah. great T-shirt. Yeah, that is, um, a, that is a nice I guess bit. it's called, we don't know what, if it's parlor or parlay, but it's the mm. alt-right social networking site. Oh. So, so <laughs> Maybe Rich, we're not going to oh, join. God. Yeah. yeah, we found nice, that. We yeah. found that out. Nice we found try, that out Rich. Early. Oh, um, yeah. Or maybe we should join. Maybe oh, we should they'd love it. me on there. Oh, no, it's they our, would love. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. They need your, me. It's your site? No, it's our site. I'm yeah. going to do what I want on your site. But Here's friend, my butt. A friend of mine got kicked off a Facebook group because she wasn't agreeing. And this was the California women who are down on how much, you know, uh, tax we pay and want to go live in other places and were whining. And when she told them they were whining about California, number one, her post didn't get posted. And number two, she's been kicked out of the group. She didn't realize it was a sort of a, you know, you know, people who used to like California, but now they're like, you know, no, it's too left. We want to go more right. Or am I doing it the wrong way for you guys that's left for you then right no i think they're okay they say, yeah i don't know i'm confused but i'm, uh, I'm trying guys. i can't say i can't tell you this that mm-hmm. i i'm envious of the person who's running that group that they i mean i've got a facebook group that i'm in charge of and i haven't even been in there in a while so uh, it's tricky um so uh Oh, we've got a little more time to the show. It was going right to the season oh, of the day. Yeah, come on, that. man. No, we're not at the season well, of the day ask, yet. We've got let's minutes ask a little of the show question. Here. i got a little question for oh, you. Yeah, yeah Mr. Oh, me. For me. Okay. Yeah. I don't, yeah, okay what let's see. posters did you have in your room when you were young? Oh, I had this really fantastic sort of really psychedelic one that was in, you know... It's funny because I love the color orange now. And as a kid, my room... My mum painted... We had a chest of drawers, which you guys would call a bureau or... What do you guys call dresser? A dresser, yeah, chest of drawers. So we had a dresser that was painted bright orange, and then we had purple bedspreads. <laughs> and I had this really fantastic poster that had love, you know, and sort of swirly, those sort of 70s big blocky letters. I mean, it was quite, if I, you know, I didn't know mm. anything about acid then or tripping, but... Um, so I had that love poster, but you want to know what who were the boys I had on my wall? 
Well, no, just what poster? I had. Oh, you mm. you want to know? You don't want to care what my poster. Well, was. no, I do. I do. I'll get. To, we'll get to your poster. It was Farrah Fawcett with a little T-shirt on, and no, a, you know. No. Okay. Who? No, you're telling your story. Well, I think I also did. I have a poster that had the Mod Squad up. I don't. I'm having a bit of a hard time remembering. I can remember the bed, you know, the bedhead that I had this cane bedhead that had curly, you know, bits of stuff on it. And but yeah, the purple and the orange was pretty great. But when I could have posters, who did I have posters of? I mean, it was probably you know, English, you know, glam rock bands. Probably was who I had on my wall. I mean, I've always loved David Bowie, so maybe I had a date. I don't know. I don't know. Sorry, you go, Jerry. You well, be David is asking uh, anybody remember blacklight posters, and I had a blacklight poster, but I didn't have a blacklight. <laughs> but I had a black poster with two like fireworks kind of burst out multicolored bursts uh, on my wall. I had that. And I think I had a Peter Max poster who was an iconic 70s uh, artist. A lot of colors and flowery type stuff. So I used to have that. <laughs> I am not following what's happened. I'm such a girl. Red swimsuit. Suit, David Bowie rocks. Yes, Sue. Psychedelic yeah, a, colors. Little, you can't follow. You can't. No. You can't go by everything that's going on. In here. <laughs> no, you guys are yeah. But Rich, you loved orange until a couple of years ago because mm. you went to Syracuse, and now you don't love it anymore. Oh, right, till about four years ago. Well, just think of other no things that are properly orange. Tim know, had a not, poster you know, of tiny, sprayed. or Keith had a poster of Tiny Tim. Oh, oh. man, I remember Tiny Tim tiptoe through the tulips. <laughs> I just read a great uh, interview with uh, Joan Collins today in the L.A. Magazine, uh, speaking of iconic figures from the past. Um, There's a really great... Uh, so, you know, Raul Dahl makes those, you know, writes really fantastic short stories, and there were... I think it's safe to say wrote now. Oh, well, I like to think of them as... Uh, people I really like, I like to talk about in the present, as if they haven't died. Huh. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. But, um, so there's a... <laughs> so there's this, it's an English country weekend at some sort of smart house. And um, it's Joan Collins is married to the husband. And uh, he's got this fantastic sculpture garden. And he encourages her in front of all their weekend guests to put her head through the hole in the sculpture. And she does, and it gets stuck. And the next thing you see, he sort of disappears, and they think, "Oh, he's going to—he's going to go off and get something to help her." And then when you see him come back with the axe, and that uh, you go, "Oh, is he going to chop her out or chop her head off?" Now that she's sort of in a perfect what does Roald Dahl position. have to do with the story? Roald Dahl wrote the story, and then they turned it into a, a TV movie, and it was on something like PBS. It was like British Masterpiece Theatre, and every week it would be a short Roald Dahl story. So this story. isn't a real thing that happened to Joan Collins. Joan Collins played a character in this. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, she's the wife in the okay. story, and she's super I, ghastly, I, I, and mm. I can't remember who the who the husband is, but you know he's going to chop off her head in front of all the weekend guests because he is—he's one of those, you know, sort of. Endlessly suffering, you know, who seems like a fool, but he's not. He's sensitive and intelligent, and he has just had it up to here with her. And now that she's got her head, and maybe it wasn't even him who suggested that she put her head in the hole of the sculpture, it was someone else, or she did mm. it for a lark. But she's about to get her head chopped off. <laughs> Joan Collins yeah. in her, acted yeah. in a uh, <laughs> yeah. production Jake's of a Roald Dahl story. What I just said because it's uh, very you in, know, in yeah. which her husband may or may not have chopped off her head. No, I'm pretty sure. And that's your Tuesday <laughs> play of the day. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Lady Jerry, for such an eloquent. I mean, really, 
you know, I'm sorry, guys, for the. I mean, I know they seem like non sequiturs. They're really making sense in my head. Oh, they're but if you just sort of go with it, and then Jake brings it in for a landing because he can sort of, you know, he, yeah. he sort of he does a little. You 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 pass it out, or you you paraphrase what I've been saying. <laughs> yeah, that's Lady Jerry has really summed up my side of the marriage. If you just go with it and kind of assume that one day you'll be able to make sense of it, it's um, you're be probably good. right in most cases. And if you can't make any sense of it, well, she'll be on to something else by then. So, right. So, yeah. What's well, for dinner tonight? Thank God you're here. Oh, what's for dinner tonight? Well, it's going to be falafel, um, you know, sandwiches. Um, yeah, that's what it's going to be. We've got these really good Middle Eastern falafel that I have to say that I cheated. I bought them. I did make um, um, kimchi pancakes last night. Really yummy ones with... Um, uh, they were good, weren't they? Didn't you think yeah. they were good? Yeah. I mean, I did... Uh, yeah, did you like how much... They were pretty vegetable <laughs> Yes, I enjoyed last night's pancakes <laughs> quite a bit. <laughs> and I look forward to the night's store-bought falafel. He, he is totally taking a piss out so of me right Pink now. Is, Pick is here what? for you. Oh. Uh, favorite doll, her favorite roll doll story is Lamb to the Slaughter. I don't know if that's okay. the same one, but uh, maybe it is. I'm going to go look mm. at it. Feels like, Does it feel like Friday because of the way we're talking or just yeah. the week? It's a little too early for Friday. There's a lot. Yeah, it's only Tuesday, and man, there's a lot so, going to happen still this week. Jake is desperate to get it. Can I read the C's the date? No, I'm kidding. You read it. <laughs> I don't really feel I'm like so you. glad you could be here, Jerry. And uh, it just might surprise you to know that yeah? uh, we're running long because you got here late. And if you got here on time, we it would have been yeah. easier. You're like, sometimes you don't want to come in because I don't have time to do that. But in fact, you have more time than you think you have. <laughs> no, I got, as I I got way late on LinkedIn. I was like, oh, I'm late. I'm late. Yeah, I'm get oh, done that here. LinkedIn, it's a real time oh. suck, isn't it? <laughs> Well, God, the whole... Yeah, turn on... Yeah, exactly, it is. So today's uh, oh, Seize the Day is from... Oh, I'm sitting to a fart. <laughs> oh, that's better. Today's Seize the Day is from Jawaharlal Nehru from October 26, 1930, from prison. Um, Jawahal was in prison then. It is no easy matter to decide what is right and what is not. One little test I shall ask you to apply whenever you are in doubt... Never do anything in secret or anything that you would wish to hide. For the desire to hide anything means that you are afraid and fear is a bad thing and unworthy of you. Be brave and all the rest follows. Hmm. I'm not, she's kind of all over the place. Like, don't do something. You know that someone would be, be brave if you're doing Nero, something guy, that you think. Guy. But, if, but if he's saying do something that... Uh, be brave at the end. It's almost like he's saying, don't be afraid to do that thing which is you know is wrong, but do it anyway. Be brave. Go I, for it. I have to say it was hard for me to pay attention to Nero. I should have probably paid more attention. Well, I have to say... Yeah. Um, do you want to read another Seize the Day? One for Tuesday was enough. No, I think that's it. Okay. Uh, you know, you, okay. you don't well, just... That's how uh, life works. Yeah. You yeah. get what you get and you don't yeah. get upset, all right? <laughs> more of a wife's one-up husband story. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so that that's the land of the slaughter. Yeah. 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 Well... Um, yes. Well, I'm a lot of people re- yeah. talking about the looseness of today's program. Well, today's program is a bit loose, but we have had our Bible story, we have had our letter from Grandma, and we have had some messing about. Yeah, w- now, yeah, Jake mainly stuck to the program, and then Lady Jerry came in and really sort of effed things up, because that's what <laughs> she, she does. But You're great. You know, it's my pleasure to have you. Oh, well, it's um, my pleasure to have you. <laughs> all right. 
It's my husband. I mean, oh. aren't I lucky? Uh, aren't I lucky that oh, I got this one? Because he is a sweezy. He Where's is the marriage at right now? Oh, say? it's a fucking 9.97. Sweet. <laughs> Yeah. I was just another thing uh, when I was up there on LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I did yes. also think about you very. Fo I was thinking about you quite fondly, sweetheart. No, that's nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you didn't tell them about the growling that you got from from um, Aunt Charlotte and another letter that you're not going to read on no, there. No, yeah, I didn't yeah. Talk about that. Well, I was thinking about you, and I was thinking about that, and I was like, oh God, Aunt Charlotte, and you know, I mean, she should have. I mean, you're a guy with a lot of integrity, and the fact that she didn't sort of know that innately or you know wasn't able to sort of get herself to that but maybe maybe she was projecting herself into the other person's role. well i'm under i'm underappreciated in my time uh, but uh, not by me right now i mean you. i feel like no, i'm doing quite, not by any of these people quite a good job <clears throat> of appreciating you right now um, <laughs> <laughs> are you getting a bit are you getting a bit embarrassed no is it um, a bit much oh come on yeah. you love it you yeah, want me to I do yeah. love it yeah <laughs> people are already starting to say goodbye in the comments oh, yeah, they've, like, yeah, we've been like trying it. to say goodbye for oh, five minutes sorry guys right. okay yeah that's uh, it over and out thank I'm you gone. guys happy Tuesday we'll see you for hump day tomorrow <laughs> don't give up don't. don't give up there'll be plenty of time to give up later Yeah, well, there you have it. I said all the things. I said all the things. We heard all the farts. We did all the we did all the Tuesday. Um, now all we have to do is Wednesday, and then, of course, you know the days of the week from there. Hang on to your hats, everybody. We're in for a bumpy ride. <laughs>